We were sent out here to do a story. To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. And the city decides of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to... i got some bad ideas in my head, I just... Cookies need love, like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> It's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory. Everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is D Song and Chris Sean Martins. All right, well, it's spooky season again, and uh, we're going to do um, our, our a trilogy or another horror trilogy. I think last year we did Poltergeist, and now we're going to do the Candyman trilogy. And um, so, and I've never seen three, so I'm excited about seeing that one because I've never seen it before. I've never seen the third one either. Uh, frankly, <coughs> I, I learned, only way I knew that thing existed. Was because it was just at my video shop, and I was like, "Fuck me!" There's a third Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes all three of us, dude. Because I've watched two religiously. I saw two a lot religiously. Um, oh, but yeah, same um, two, yeah. Same but no sorry. three. <clears throat> yeah, not th- yeah. three. The three came out like in 2000 or something like that. So that's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but so this came out in 1992. Um, it's directed by this dude. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rosenberg. Uh, yeah, Bernard Rose. Um, it's based off. He didn't really do a lot of stuff that I really know. I looked through his catalog. Like I don't. He plays. He has Danny. No, Houston definitely kind of like a lot of. Sorry, yeah. He has Danny Houston a lot in his movies. That's all I really know. Right. I like. I like Danny Houston. He's a good bad guy. But uh, um, this is based off of Clyde Barker's short story uh, the, called "The Forbidden" from Books of Blood, Volume Five, which I re-listened to that today, so I can. I just wanted to see the differences between what they did with the movie and a short story, which is, it's an hour and a half. 
something like that, like the audio yeah. version of it. So, um, but it's a great story, and uh, we'll get into sort of the differences here and there uh, with it. But um, so, uh, I'll, <clears throat> if no one knows, um, I'm sure there's people out there that, that don't know. Here's the plot for Candyman. So the candy man, a murderous soul with a hook for a hand, is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student research researching the monster's myth. You ever heard candy man? And if you look in the mirror, you say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candy man? They whisper his name. Right. Candy man. It's just a story. Candy man. Candy just a ghost story. Candyman. An entire community starts attributing the daily horrors of their lives to a mythical figure. The legend first appeared in 1890. He was attacked, mutilated, and burned to death. Poor Candyman. Helen, a woman died in there. Leave it. Everyone knows he isn't real. That's modern oral folklore. Everyone, except Helen Lyle. Bernadette! It ain't safe around here. I don't scare too easy. Wanna know about Ruthie Jane? They ain't never gonna catch him. Who? Candyman. Who is that? I came for you. Do I know you? Now, she is about to discover. Helen? behind the mystery. You're sick. What's behind the legend? Listen, he's under the bed! And most terrifying of all... Come with me. What's behind the mirror? He's here. Candyman, you don't have to believe. Just beware. Oh. That's a pretty good summary of it, dude. I feel it's accidentally. Like... <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> accidentally. Yeah, she, might... she, she very much seeks this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Yeah. And, oh, and I forgot Ted Raimi's like the uh, hot. Uh, At the beginning. Motorcycle guy. <laughs> so sexy so funny. And shit. I just always see him like goofy <laughs> roles and shit. And it's like here he's supposed to be like the hot. Badass, yo, know, yeah, guy. Right. <laughs> As funny as we watching it back, Jasmine was like, "That is one ugly man." Like, it's <laughs> He's a really nice guy in real life, but um, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> he, he, uh, uh, you see, I, I, I was studying the way that uh, Ted Raimi drinks a beer. He puts like his, like almost yeah. the whole half the neck of the bottle into his mouth. <laughs> I, I noticed that. They took that big fucking swig, and I was like, "Dude, you gotta Damn. suck it off!" Like, come deep, deep throating the fucking. <laughs> you gotta do all that, my friend. <laughs> I mean, more power to you. I don't judge, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say this is the most woke horror movie, I think, of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and, you know, for this coming out in, like, 92, and, you know, even yeah. even then, racial tensions are still just fucking, you know, through the roof and everything. Well, you know, right. Rodney King, I think, was, like, 94, if I'm not mistaken, 93. So, like, all of that shit is still in, like, the public consciousness. And that's why I think this this movie does an incredible job of that, like— this is so much this is like a really fucking great movie. It's so much more than just a horror movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it's definitely. fucked up. I love every bit of it. <laughs> it touches on a lot of great cultural topics too throughout, but 
Virginia Madsen is the lead man. That's pretty fucking awesome. Ooh, was, uh, man, she's awesome. Michael Madsen's sister, right? Which Which, is, I didn't uh, know that for years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're brother and sister. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking crazy, dude. She well, yeah. I found that out because I forget what this was. You know, months back, I was no reading something. On, I, I was yeah. reading some trivia that she was in on IMDb. And apparently she gets naked in the movie or whatever, and it's like Michael Madsen refused to ever watch this because he was just uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, no shit, he didn't want to see his sister naked. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 they're brother and sister. <laughs> what's um, what's that 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 service? Um, it's like a video service where you can like pay a celebrity to like send oh, you a birthday voice. wish. Oh, cameo, <clears throat> cameo. I guarantee you now though, if you pay, you can pay Michael Madsen to watch that scene again with the video. I can pay him to watch it. He'll do it right now. No problem. <laughs> he that down on his luck. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. I've seen some. You watch some of those videos on YouTube. It's like it's cringeworthy. He's like it's like people paying like a grand for him to like. He's obviously drunk, like sitting in a chair in his garage, going like, "Hey, Steve, happy birthday, man." Later, that's it. Oh, it's like, no. oh fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I saw like I I was I was. Uh, scrolling through cameo and like everybody has one of those motherfucking things now which just really baffles me but whatever yeah we do yeah, i don't um, really know who it's fine. for or what it's supposed to yeah like well like you, you give them a note you say hey it's so and so my you know it's my right my friend's birthday we just want you to send a little nice little message or whatever and then they're supposed to record it and send that back but i can't imagine a single person that's a celebrity sending me a message that would be like hey happy birthday and i would be happy i don't <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't understand what enjoyment you're supposed to get out of that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Sure you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you too, man. You dog. <laughs> you too, dog. <laughs> well, um, so the short story, um, uh, Helen actually goes there. Uh, goes to a place called Bud's Court, which I guess is Cabrini Green here, um, and she just goes which to study. It's a real place. It's Sorry. a real place, uh, <laughs> but she just goes there to study graffiti. That's what she goes there for. Oh, Not, okay. Not urban legends or anything, which I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I do too, man. Um, to be honest, uh, I I I like the movie's kind of premise better. I think it did, yes. but you know, I've never read the short story. I, I, that's something I'm gonna have to check out soon. I knew it was one of Barker's, but I just one of those I just didn't read. That Candyman looks he's described way differently in the book. Too. Oh yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not even a black guy. He's not a black man. He's like a sort of like a dainty sort of. Uh, white dude from like the like 1700s or whatever with like yeah he's got wow. rouge on his face his jacket's got all these like patchworks of like other like clothing attached to it um he smells like honey uh he does have a hook for a hand and there is that painting or that drawing of like the face uh in the book though it's more like um it's more like what she sees eventually about him being sort of pulled down and his hand getting cut off but yeah. that backstory really isn't in the short story at all so. Oh, so they don't even explain why he has a hook for a hand in the short story or anything like that, huh? Classic Parker, man. Just, yeah. Just, yeah, they're not going to tell you. <laughs> like, deal with most, it. Here it is. Deal, deal with, with it. it. <laughs> it's, it's always scary. You're scary. The unknown's scarier than having a backstory or whatever. But, like, it's a bunch of white people, like a white bunch of white British people <laughs> in uh, Bud's court <laughs> talking about stuff. But there's, there's, oh, a, there's that scene, though, in here where they uh, where Virginia Madsen finds that, like, off that offering or whatever. Yeah. Or the, 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 like the, the, the throne room or whatever, or whatever that fucking, where they, they build like an altar to him. He's got a yeah, picture looks, on the wall. Is that what you're talking about? Something like that. Yeah. She like looks on the ground and sees like a, like a bunch of stuff. I think it's candy on the ground. It's like, like a razor blade in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all in the book too. But um, the razors have been used and it's like, it's obvious that people go there like to cut themselves for like uh, kind of like a sacrifice to the candy man. 
Right. Uh, the baby, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I forget the lady's name. They say her name a lot in this movie. It's kind of like Carol Ann almost. Um, Helen? Uh, Anne Marie. Uh, Anne Marie, who has the baby. Ah, uh, yeah. Rottweiler. Yeah. Uh, so in the short story, um, Anne Marie slit the baby's throat. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. The baby dies. Yeah, the baby dies in the, in the, in the book. So. Dude, he pulls no punches, man. There's even a scene where, like, the, there's that bonfire, and the, it's described as Helen seeing the baby, uh, its hair being caught on fire, and you can smell the meat. And cl- classic Clive Barker writing there. Oh, yeah. I, um, Always no, good with the I do like how in the book he smelled like honey, too. I think that's a pretty, you know, with that's all the really bees cool. and everything. I like that you, idea. You hear the humming of the bees all the time, too. There's even that, that kiss is in there, you know, that the, the, the bee oh, kiss. yeah in there too and uh the ending is sort of the same though it's more sad believe me this is already a pretty sad story i was but, gonna say pretty sad uh, ending in the movie too <laughs> but, in, but in the book the baby's already dead and she has the kiss with candy man she wakes up in the bonfire um try, tries to get to the baby to get uh, to get the baby to the cops or some to say like to see that um you know maybe the mom you know the mom definitely did kill the baby and hid the baby's body somewhere uh, but instead, they catch that bonfire on early. She can't get to the baby, the baby, and the candy man holds her back. And while she's being held back, getting caught on fire, Trevor actually shows up to find her. And um, she's staring at him, and feel, she feels bad for him because, you know, he's just sort of looks like a fucking idiot out there just yelling and <laughs> yelling for Helen. And she, she like, it's kind of, they kind of use this for the ending of the movie, too. So where it sort of, like, Helen comes back, but, like, it's kind of said in a described in a different way. Like, like she kind of wants to imprint like on him, like the fear she's going through right now and how mm-hmm. she, he'll never, how he'll never get closure. Cause she'll never find her. Interesting. Uh, that's really yeah, good. Dude. That's really good. Damn. That's, that's, that's pretty sick. Classic Barker. Good shit. Good shit. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I want to kind of, I want to kind of touch a little bit on the mythos of Candyman. Did you guys ever as kids do the whole thing where you do the, Candyman five times in the mirror. I I for some yeah, reason I, I did thought... Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure after I saw this, I did it immediately. And <laughs> yeah, oh no, I know I did as a kid. And I did. What's the other one? The red. What's the other one called? Um, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Yeah, it's Bloody Mary. Well, apparently that's what Candyman is kind of based on, is like the Bloody Mary old wives telling the guy with the hook with the hand who like goes after the couple while they're making out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the door when they drive off. I like how they tied all that together and made something new out of it as well. Me too. That's sick, dude. Yeah, I've always always like, uh, it was always like, I think word them up before I even saw the movie, like as kids doing it in Louisiana. And I remember one time I had two of my buddies and we went like, Okay, cool. This Candyman thing, let's do it. And went into the bathroom, and then like on Candyman five, I can't even make this shit up. It sounded like explosions coming out from the fucking doors. Like, what the hell is that? My dad's <laughs> banging on the door because, of course, him like just seeing three boys going to a bathroom is like nothing good is happening. Yo, boys, better not be queering off in there. <laughs> but no, dude, dad, you're talking to Candyman. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's probably the closest I've ever had to having a heart attack in my entire life. <laughs> I'm still kind of traumatized from it, dude. Like, <laughs> jo- I, I've asked Joanna to do it. She will not do it with me. She will not do it. I'm like, come on, this is a movie. She's like, nope, not doing it. I'm like, all right. 
Yeah, I know, that's fascinating. So as, as, bring as, that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's bad juju, man. I mean, even though we know it's completely ridiculous and fake, it still has like this vibe of like I know there's like a one in a billion chance that anything could happen, or you know, absolutely not going to happen. It's just like still any little. I don't know, man. That's like a superstitious thing, huh? Is that was that what she I said? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. She didn't say that, but I mean, you, I, you My, can just tell, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. Dude, but there's like, there's so, for me, one thing I want to touch on is there's so much fucking interesting trivia on this movie, man. Like, hmm. I scrolled through the fucking trivia on IMDb for like 30 minutes. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things is, uh, so the bees were bred specifically for this movie. Oh, and interesting. They huh. needed to make sure that the bees were only 12 hours old so that they looked like mature bees, but the stinger wouldn't be power enough to do any like real damage. And right, Tony right. Tony Todd negotiated in his contract um, that he would get $1,000 for every time he got stung, which ended up being 23 times. That motherfucker got an extra $23,000 yeah, just on top of his salary already. I was like, you yeah, fucking yeah. genius. <laughs> dude, I would go in there and piss those bees the fuck off. Be like, bring this shit on. <laughs> Take me. <laughs> A lot of the uh, dialogue that the Candyman says is pretty much verbatim what he says in the book too that's cool yeah like a lot of what he says is exactly the same classic again classic well, and like for a horror movie he's a very romantic fucking character like in the you know the edgar yeah. Allan poe sense of the word romantic <laughs> you know what i mean um, right but I, he just he brings so much to the role of this character you know what i mean like there's like a yeah. elegance to him you know he's mm. a sucking fucking psychopathic murderer but oh. there's something about him that's uh, and and that's uh i think that goes back word. again to Barker, he's just sort of a uh, this uh, sexuality is always there in a Barker book. With uh, you know, he comes down to the Cenobites or Rawhead Rex or anything like that. There's always this sort of sexual uh, deviancy there, um, and and in in a, uh, in a way, um, uh, 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 they're charming, like 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 the Cenobites. We can make a deal if you get the right person. That right person, you get Frank back. We can make a deal. We'll let you go. We'll be gentlemen about it. But we're also sadistic, fucking like you know. Killers and, and torturers and shit, but there's always that element there. Uh, that's what always makes his characters really interesting and uh, makes him stand out. Was that really heavy sense of sexuality in there? Yeah, he definitely yeah, came I, off I, that I, way, man. He's he put he put on the sleeves for sure. <laughs> but it's it's charming, like you said. It's actually like it kind of makes sense and it goes along with it. And especially well, it was, with the, he was also dealing with his own problem. You know, he's he's homosexual, and I'm sure just dealing with that yes. back in those days, that's just something you kept hidden from everyone around you. You know what I mean? Like, yes. right? Especially you don't want to commit career suicide. You know, right, it's fucking right. horrible that people had to do that. So overly projecting in the other way to just kind of be like, you know. Keep it under wraps on the deal. Well, I mean, and not only that, just to express in different ways shit he's going through. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. right. It's got to be cathartic and therapeutic on some level, even though you're writing about murdering everyone in your fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, too, that the, the way he, like, like um, uh, what did I listen to? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a ghost story by Clyde Broker. It's really good. I don't, I don't know the, I don't know. I got to look at the news so, so you guys can know. But um, it is it's so sexual, like um, it's powerfully sexual in a super gross but awesome Clive Barker way. Hmm. Um, where is it? Well, you guys can keep talking. I'll never find it. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I've been this, the, the cast in this movie alone, like Virginia Mad Madsen, Xander Berkeley, that poor motherfucker, even though he's a piece huh. of shit in this movie. <laughs> like, man, that guy just has some of the best on screen Endings, oh shit! I guess I'll say <laughs> more than anyone else I've ever seen. What were you saying, Jeremy? 
Oh, it's called Cold Heart, Cold Heart Canyon. Okay. Cold Heart Canyon. If you guys get a chance, listen to it. It's really, really good. But man, it's like it deals with like Hollywood ghosts and like fucking like BDSM, all kinds of crazy shit. It's awesome though. But um, yeah, I was I was gonna say um, uh, Xander Berkeley. He's got the great like I just got caught like the best I got caught face. Like yeah. oh shit. Like, oh uh, shit. That's yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah, what, he, he's doing your wife. I just locked up in a fucking psych ward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a piece of shit. He's like, he's to a be mystery. honest though. I mean, come on. I, it, based in reality, wouldn't you be thinking this bitch is losing her fucking mind too? Like, yeah, come I on. had, you know, yeah. what I, mean? <laughs> I, I had to play devil's advocate on it too. I was like, this bitch really did kill a dog, stole a baby, and then killed her best friend. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, probably like. I'm either going to believe that and what police and forensics are telling me, or am I going to believe in the Candyman did it? Like, well, well, yeah, well, old wives tell basically. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, th- well, the problem for me is that he immediately hooks up or has been hooking up already with that college student. So I'm like, that's kind of no, no. He's a piece of shit. Don't get me mm-hmm, wrong, mm-hmm, <laughs> but absolutely. I understand why he was like freaked out. Like, I mean, I think oh, I yeah. think yeah, that I get could it. be a natural response. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> Helen is just going out of her way every chance she fucking can. To, right. You know, and I get it. She's, you know, she's hooked now. She's got to figure out what all this is about. I mean, <laughs> fuck, I'd be hooked too, but yeah, I know and hooked is an interesting term to use. There. It is. <laughs> it is very good. Nice choice of words, dude. <laughs> From your groin to your gullet. Yeah. Oh God, dude. That yeah, he got his so come up. Brutal. It's oh, a big, big, great, great uh, come up. That man, and that that scene with that. Co- we'll get into the college student scene in the in the kitchen. It's hilarious, but we'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> she like starts screaming and just looks so at the pissed. ceiling. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I couldn't tell if she was laughing or crying in that moment, too. I was just like, <laughs> too, man. I've never seen somebody so, like, uh, nonchalant with, like, a huge butcher knife slapping it in their hands. It's like, what the fuck? Weird. Oh, so Slaps that heat down with a paper, <laughs> paper plate. And stuff. Man, this bitch is fucking mad, man. But, uh, well, we get, I got to mention this, because you, if you watch Candyman, you got to mention this. Besides Tony Todd and Virginia Madison, Philip Glass score. One of yes, the greatest scores. Oh, man, Philip Glass. Uh, God damn it, fantastic. I, I was reading too that that guy's that that movies or that the music has been used in so many trailers and so many other things over the years. Like he still gets badass uh, royalty, royalty checks yeah. just Good from him. that fucking one soundtrack. It's <laughs> incredible. I mean, he does. It's he iconic. Did the, it is iconic. I didn't realize that he he scored that shitty Fantastic Four remake though. It's crazy. Oh, right? I saw that. I know. I like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, I didn't watch the movie. I, I I saw through his credits and saw that. No, my brother my brother actually went to theaters to see that and walked out 15 minutes in <sighs> and got a fucking refund. I think I forget what else was out, but he went and saw something else. Well done. Ooh. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, Mike, you're talking about this, and Tron doesn't know about it yet, but you talk about something. Uh, really interesting about the trivia about with uh, Virginia Madison and how they would hypnotize her. Yes. Um, so well, the director had this, this, this idea because he, he, he had a problem with kind of the screen Queens, everybody just screaming maniacally and horror right. movies. He's like, I didn't uh, want, like, I didn't feel like, uh, I didn't feel like that suited her character. Well, and, and frankly, you just fucking got annoyed with it. So yeah. they brought on a hypnotist to hypnotize Virginia Ma- Manson. And the, those first couple of scenes you see here were like, I think her eyes man, like in a park in the yes. garage, the parking yes. garage, yeah. in the parking garage. Like she is under hypnosis during that scene. It's intense, but, oh dude. She, yeah, grew, intense she grew so increasingly just uncomfortable with it, obviously, that yeah. she ended up had they, they stopped doing it about halfway through the shoot. But yeah, that's fucking. Crazy. I was wondering, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on in her head to make her act like the acting that she's doing when she has that gaze that just that million mile stare and oh, yeah, is also yeah, like yeah. slowly tearing up and her eyes are just like getting redder by the second. And as it's zooming in, I'm like, 
what the fuck is as an actress is going through her head that she's able to like put herself through that scenario? But that totally right. fucking clears it. Hypnotism. Why not? <laughs> they 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 That's so uh, insane. They boldly talk. They boldly they talk about that uh, pretty heavily at one point in the in the book too. Like that she like being hypnotized by his voice and the right. smell of the honey mm. and shit like that. So, she definitely pulled that shit off, dude. Because definitely, yeah. They didn't need to say, oh, yeah, she's under his spell. You picked up on that shit real quick without mm-hmm. anything having to be said about it. But, I mean, there's just, like, so little, like, like the director had Madsen and Tony Todd take ballroom dancing classes together so that they would appear more romantic when on screen. Like, just mm. all little shit like that, you know, mm. you don't even, or I don't even think about that goes into making a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot that, of sense. How about that fucking awesome scene where Cayman goes out that window? It's fucking great. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it's he awesome. gets blasted backwards, dude. It's so fucking cool, man. <laughs> I watched it like three times in a row. Like, that's just a fucking awesome scene. He's just like, I'm out. And this disappears. And, and it's uh, cool, too, but it's just like they'll throw superpowers into, like, horror movies. Right. Like like, now he has the ability to fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I mean, and it kind of makes sense that the urban legend thing makes a lot of sense. I mean, that works. He can, he can pretty much do anything he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Except for getting stabbed in the stomach with a flaming stick. Right, he dropped his ass quick. He was not prepared for that. (laughs) Oh, sir. I thought maybe it was like more about like um uh uh, what's it reincarnation? I thought it was more like something like that that they would die and come back as something else. Oh yeah. I thought that he because he actually I mean if they wouldn't have made two and three he actually dies in this movie he gets burned alive oh yeah they could have it could have been over they you know what I mean right but like I always thought that like what he was talking about he even talks about a little bit in the book like he's like uh, come with uh, he's like basically come with me and we can we can fly away from here and uh, basically I I always thought they were talking about like sort of like uh, reincarnation like they can both be burned alive dead and then come back as something else like yeah some of the stuff he was talking about definitely alluded to that like let's relive our lives and yeah. Right, no, like, like and I'm the, assuming he, that's the sorry, go ahead. Um, uh, it was just to say because when he talked about all the the names, you know, names on the walls, the words, the, the people will speak rumors and stuff like that. Like you kind of live on forever, like kind of like reincarnation, kind of is. You just keep, you die, you come back, you die, you come back, like that. Right. Huh. So it's possible too that in a past life that Helen was his wife. <laughs> is that maybe? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a there's a cosmic connection there for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck did they shoot that scene where all those bees were coming out of his mouth? If I was a <laughs> bee in someone's real. mouth, I would sting the fuck out of those, you. Like, those are actual bees actually that's... inside of his fucking mouth. There's no oh. CGI. Virginia oh. Madison, Manson and him both got covered in bees. It took like 45 minutes for that for or for them to get all of that off them after they shot the scene. Because oh. they have like this little specialized vacuum that sucks up the bees but doesn't that doesn't hurt them. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay, that's cool. And um, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy the amount of all like just to deal with that, which, to be fair, we really don't see the bees a whole lot in the movie. You know, it's only no. certain mm-hmm. scenes. And even still, just have to go through all that extra work just to make that happen just fucking blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's art. all real. That's all real. That's fucking wild. His chest, his chest, they have a bee, like a beehive in it. It's, it's, they, do, they talk about that, too, in the book as well. That's really cool. Yeah. Here it is. It took half an hour for all the bees to get into Tony Todd's mouth. And he recalled... <sighs> And he recalled being tranced out when he let all the bees out of his mouth. So you like have to be, just, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's dude, incredible. That's so fucking wild. Fucking nuts, man. <clears throat> and the that scene where she gets kissed by uh, Candyman and she wakes oh. up in Anne Marie's bathroom—it's 
it's frightening. It's terrifying. Oh, like, yeah, freaks. dude. Like, I'm like on the edge of my seat, legit, like literally like, oh, my God, I don't know how to deal with this, man. It's, it's everything going through your brain at that time. Just be insanity. It's actually a pretty sick series to pick for this Halloween cover, dude, because I have been thinking about Candyman for quite a while and I've been wanting to go back and revisit it. And this is like perfect. Yeah, well, I forgot how fucking good it is. Like, I always, mm-hmm. it was like one of, but this is one of those movies that scared the living. I was one I saw when I was 12 that I should not have seen when I was like fucking 12. Most of the movies this, we saw. This, one scared, this movie scared the fucking piss out of me. Like, like I, I do's not invoke one. him, dude, and he will not. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah no, this is one I didn't watch for years after because it, it really scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's pretty violent. It's, 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 and it's um, just that, brutal. That's, Brutal, but that scene where like um they like I don't know what they do they amplify his amplify his voice in that parking garage and it's like almost like you could tell you could see how she just kind of like go into a daze hearing that like oh, yeah. vibrate vibrating like voice. His yeah. footsteps have no sound, so it just further plays on him being like a myth and not really there. I fucking love that. Yeah, me too. Helen, <laughs> <laughs> they do such a great job of you not at least for the first half of the movie before she goes to the psych ward of. You thinking, like, what if this shit really is in her head the entire time? Like, what if this wasn't actually manifested the way it is until it gets to that scene where she's, you know, strapped up and locked up and she goes to the psychiatrist's office and he gets jammed. He gets jammed, yeah, yeah. Which is a great scene, What her watching that, watching her, like, that tape or whatever, and she's just like, how can this happen? How did this happen? I don't know, <laughs> I don't understand what happened. It just, you can really see her, like, lose her fucking mind, man. It's, it's insane. On paper, yeah. it doesn't look good for her. Because <laughs> she's even, no. like, beating up nurses and stealing their clothes and uniforms and shit. Like, it doesn't look good for her. No. <laughs> Sitting inside no. of a fucking office and the guy just gets fucking split from the back all ah, up and down. Yeah. Like, and then you just run out of there and, like, yeah, man, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job of that, too, because you could tell he's, it looks like he was struggling to, like, pull through the ribs in the back. Like, he was actually, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that would be so brutal. Right. You hear him go, Ugh. yeah, Ugh. <laughs> like, uh, it's fucking him. brutal. It's brutural, man. Oh, dude, it's like even when, whenever, um, spoiler alert if any of you haven't seen this, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you have, but whenever he kills her friend, you oh, can hear God. him like, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like just grunting. grunting the whole time. Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, heavy, heavy, heavy. That was such uh, a brutal scene. There's that bathroom scene, uh, in the book uh none of that kind of none of that stuff happens it's just what like, a story that uh Anne Marie tells to mm. helen mm. and it's a uh, dude gets his balls cut off and flushed down a toilet but he lives oh. with no balls yeah <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> like he was the, I, I like that scene too where his his hook comes through the bathroom mirror or whatever mm. mm-hmm. and, because apparently that was set up without um virginia madsen didn't know that a hook was going to bur- burst through that fucking window and so, oh. like her, her, ter- her being terrified and shocked and running is real. She ran screaming from the fucking set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no shit, dude. <laughs> That's how you get a performance from an actor. <laughs> that Ridley Scott moment in Alien, man. Yeah, God, burster. right. Oh, the yeah. chest burster. Yeah, chest bursting. Holy shit. Yeah. It's kind of cool. They also have the. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, bud. Go ahead. I was just like, this is a crazy scene. Yeah, I also think it's kind of cool how they had like an actual like the mythos of it inside of Chicago as well. Like they actually had a gang, and there's some dude who called himself Candyman that's a drug dealer who has right. That was right. so cool. I was like, "Fuck that's yeah, cool. dude!" I like literally beat her ass with that hook. Yeah, he did. We hear you're looking for Candyman, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now step forward. We hear you looking for Candyman, Candyman bitch. 
bitch. But they all say it in a completely different way, too. That's yeah, good. Yeah. So good. It's great swallowed eye makeup, too. Yeah. There's so much cigarette chain smoking in this fucking Dude, movie. I yeah. was just going to fucking say that. Like, holy shit. At the dinner scene, in the car, anytime she's fucking around. And I guess, you know, going back, since you don't see cigarettes in movies anymore, I guess, yeah. you know, you just don't notice it. Like, how fuck, like, that bitch had to go through like two packs a day. <laughs> but she'll be there like eating one bite of steak and then fucking slamming a hit of a cigarette and then eating another bite. What are people at a Gotta dinner keep table? hunger down. God damn, dude. <laughs> I don't know, Mike. We watched that, was it Kill Me Again with Val Kilmer? He smokes a lot in that fucking movie. Every scene he's smoking. He's smoking, smoking the whole fucking time. I was like, damn. Me again, which one was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. I, that was actually a pretty good noir. Yeah, yeah, it's a good noir. Uh, uh, with Michael Madsen, too. It's a bad guy. Oh, but, uh, man, he smoked a lot in that fucking movie, though. Yeah. yeah, it's not even like they're just smoking. Right? Like, the, what she's smoking looks like fucking unfiltered camel wides, dude. Like, going hard on it. <laughs> yeah. Hard on my lungs. Cowgirl killers joke. right there, man. Cowgirl killers. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, the, what's her name? Uh, Bernadette. I, mm-hmm. I, I forgot. She's the uh, she's Clarice's uh, buddy in uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Oh shit! That's oh. why, dude. I could not place that. Thank you for fucking saying that. Yeah, yeah I had the same experience, dude. I was trying to figure <laughs> out where the fuck I'd recognize her from. I, dude, I thought it was fucking Mary Jane from Half Baked. I don't know if I've ever seen. Oh, her. of course, that dude. Actress. Yeah. They, they, also they look in, a lot alike, uh, but I had to look it up. It's not her. Yeah. <laughs> He's also the police detective in Hard Target. How about that? Oh, wow. Hold the Van Damme movie? Yeah, Van Damme movie. Yeah. Huh. Fuck, I Shit. forgot all about Christ, that was so much fun to cover that movie. She's, she, we did cover it a long time ago. I know. Uh, I said it was so much fun to cover that Oh, so with Bryce, too, it was great. But uh, yes. she, she's the cop that puts that lit birthday cake in her drawer for no reason. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was like, like what the fuck? That's got to be a fire hazard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought y'all didn't like the fire department. Now you're going to be calling them every fucking second. <laughs> I love the, I love the intro uh Camera shots, though the sort of helicopter down in the freeway looks really good. Yeah, oh, very well shot. Yeah, the whole opening. I love that fucking over. You got that badass score, and then that overview of like the city. It's real, just creepy and unsettling. I, man, mm-hmm. I, I love the whole opening with the credits and everything. Yeah, I like I'm the so- um, Candyman's lair, but like sort of weird. Yeah. Like it, it looks really cool. It looks something like uh, it they, until they built it, but like they had like uh, like the Candyman sleeping on one. Uh, sort of bench thing, whatever. And he's another bench with her, with her picture, with Helen's picture on it too. I love the, I love all that. I love how, like, I love how casual when Helen hits him in the throat with a hook, and this, he's just huge spurt of blood spray out, and doesn't phase oh, yeah. him at all. He's just like, Fuck, be my <laughs> yeah. victim, man. But, uh, Surrender to me, Helen. <laughs> I mean, that dude was full on just passed the fuck out asleep when she came into it. Yeah. That was great, dude. You just hear him snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the kid. Uh, I forget what the kid's name is, but the kid, he's like, you know. Oh, man. There's a little interesting thing about him, too, man. Um, Apparently for the premiere, he was terrified to go see this movie, obviously. Right. And so, like, he's sitting in there, and, like, as soon as he hears the music and the credits start to roll, as soon as he saw his name on screen, he left and told the producers just to let him know when his scenes are, and he'll come in and watch (laughs) only those. (laughs) Poor guy, man. Poor guy. I know, right? He, that little like kid has such a parents? stoic look. Like, he looked like he, like he'd be a forty year old man at a barbecue kind of. I got yeah, I got the same <laughs> thing. I was like like he's like an old man face. He's got this, yeah. this like hundred miles, like a thousand miles stare, like looking yeah. at looking at you, man. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's been. T- he's like you'd have a conversation with him about how fucking tired he is of paying taxes or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
You see him at one point sleeping over. He looks like he's sleeping in a cell. It's crazy. Oh yeah, it looks like there's bars, like shadow bars. Yeah, I'm like I was like, he's not sleeping outside, is he? But then yeah, you could see him walk across. He's just like, oh okay. When they catch Helen that first time, they uh, no when um, when Helen gets hit and they take her to the police. uh, No, no, no. I I, I was saying the right thing. When when they find out that she uh, maybe killed the baby and she killed the dog, maybe uh, they have her in that interrogation room. But when she gets before she gets the interrogation room, she's like taking off her clothes. Man, it's it's hard to watch, dude. Hard to watch. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, just covered in like old blood. Yeah. I mean, she's so fucking demeaning. You know, I'm just like yeah. It is hard scene, and, and that's yeah, and that's why um, I really I think this is one of the best uh, adaptations because I think what they did, what Bernard Rose did, was really add a lot of great shit to this short story. I mean, there's not a lot there in the short story. I mean, there's a lot, but not all this sort of world building, character building stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought he did a really fantastic job. I, I think it's it was genius move to make Candyman black and then setting it in the projects and then also just having this great backstory. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was right. fucking, I, when you told me that that's not at all how the short story went, that blew my fucking mind. I was like, Oh me my too. God, like so whoever else came up with that is fucking genius move, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the producers were mortified. Like they cut out oh. several minutes of Tony Todd. Cause this is 1992. They cut out several minutes of like their embrace when they're hugging because they didn't want the interracial relationship oh look to be bad. Oh yeah. yeah. The 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 director had like seven different meetings with the NAACP leadership members uh-huh. to make sure that he wasn't, you know, propagating racism or he's like, Man, this is a horror movie, you know, wow. like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. and of course they agreed with him, like, no, this, you know, this is fun, this will be great, you know. Right. But yeah, it just goes to show you that kind of just how just the well, yeah, optics are all that. Yeah. What? Oh no. Well, it also exists. Isn't it executive produced by Clay Barker as well? I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Not everything he produces, though. But he, I think he had his hand in this. And I, I'm sure he was probably uh, t- taken aback by how great Bernard Rose uh, sort of created this story around his his little short story. He made story. it better. I would be. Um. Yeah. He was executive producer on this yeah, as okay. well. So a lot of that stuff's out of his hands. He can't. The executive producer doesn't really mean that much. I mean, shit, not necessarily. I thought, but executive producer means you have more control than a regular producer. You're I've heard producers. I've heard producers have more power, but that's just, huh. maybe I heard really it, I heard it wrong. Yeah. Huh. Then why like the executive... fuck would they call it an executive producer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Everything's <laughs> ass backwards in Hollywood, dude. Oh <laughs> yeah, shit. All those <laughs> rapey fucks. What I've heard is that like like executive producers is like uh, a person that. Um, Maybe like a friend that you have that you like respect and that maybe the, um, he's respected by the Hollywood elite as well. And like, hey, would you mind putting your name on this? Like, yeah, I'd do it. I'm huh. do it. There you go. Huh. Well, I mean, this was his baby, so I just assumed he had like a lot of. It's kind of like with Hellraiser. Didn't he direct that too? Hellraiser. He wrote and directed that. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> that was his baby because he saw Rawhead Rex. He's like, fuck this. This is not going to happen again. They directed, yeah. wrote Hellraiser. So. Hell, my, still my one of my favorite movies. This is fucking Nightbreed. Love Nightbreed. Yeah, love it. Damn, I haven't seen Nightbreed. I have to cover that oh, dude, sometime. Get the director's cut. It's so fucking, so much better. It's way better. Yeah. That, yeah. That first one's I've got rough. that on Blu-ray, and man. I, I, dude, I got it for like seven bucks at Half Price Books. It's worth it. Hmm. Nice. Oh, good deal, good deal. You got that great uh, intro with Clyde Barker and his super masculine, like, 
<laughs> so, like neck, his neck is like a Henry Rollins neck, and he's got like that guy looks like he's hair. pumped up on steroids or something. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> or he's just in great fucking shape, man. Well, he, had, he had throat cancer. I think he started after he beat it. He just like oh wow, body built and shit. Yeah, he had throat cancer. He's like, it. I still have three fourths of my neck left. <laughs> Old bucket like, neck is at it again. It's one of those things, like like um, I can't remember. There's another actor or some uh, no, like Trent Reznor, like Trent Reznor. Like Trent Reznor's big skinny guy. Then all of a sudden he pops up. He's like this huge muscular guy, and that's how kind of like Clive Barker was. Clive Barker was like a skinny dude, and all of a sudden he, we could see him in an interview. He's like this. Uh, it was like an interview for some news thing, but he was showing his like his paintings and stuff. And I, was, uh-huh. I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's like totally jacked up. Like holy shit, what happened to fucking Clive Barker, man? <laughs> I, yeah, I think Trent Reznor just got off the crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> and he started looking a lot healthier. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, it's uh, uh, now. I now you guys talked about this before uh, tonight. Uh, I that ending, I forgot about that ending. Me too. Me too. Didn't remember. I, dude, I'm sitting there like the kids going to grab the fucking the gas, and I'm like, oh damn, I do not remember this at fucking all. <laughs> I don't remember I the do. funeral all either with, all, with the whole Cabrini Green people coming in and, and basically giving respects to Helen. I didn't. I forgot right. all about that. Which would be confusing to me because I don't think a community would gather around after you've like killed one of the members' dogs and stole the baby, but, but then you returned the Candyman. I think, oh, I think they figured Candyman. And he's yeah. been terrorizing them for years, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's why so they were the only ones here. who like actually pinned it on Candyman instead of uh Helen well, I mean, that's being why they, fucking... well, they set the fucking thing on fire because she crawls in there and they they saw the hook. They just thought that, that was I like how she literally immediately drops it and loses it like 10 seconds later. It's like, <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> Where did she get that hook from? I don't even know and when it's Candyman's Candyman's like little thing, his little yeah. hut thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, lair. <laughs> his layer, yeah, his layer, yeah. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> that's like, all. I mean, that's what it looks yeah. like. I do like that though. Apparently, production they wanted to, they did a great job because they wanted it to look like, like you know, like a this little shrine room or whatever, kind of like a old mm-hmm. church, but like that was done by the people who lived there. You know what I mean? Right, that have been right. dealing with this shit. So yeah, yeah, I thought they did an incredible job. Me too. I love and that. Also, it's a great set. Virginia Madison's fucked up eye heals really fucking quickly. <laughs> it does. That thing is like swollen, completely shut, nasty mark on her yeah. face. And then the next scene, it's just a red eye. It's like, what? Yeah, it goes yeah. from like, a, sco- like yeah. a completely obliterated orbital bone to like, oh, yeah, I put some ice on it and now I can blink again. Like, what the fuck happened there? It's I like those characters the... that cut their hair in the movie with like a rusty knife and the next scene oh, is yeah. a perfectly styled <laughs> fucking look. <laughs> I just Amazing. thought it was like uh, a passing of time, but they didn't show, they didn't really show the passing of time. Good, True. So. And I guess that's why it kind of threw it off for me. Um, Cause you don't really know how much time is, you don't really know how much you time don't. passes throughout this whole movie, to be honest. You don't, yeah. No. It feels like uh, a long time. It feels like it this goes over several months, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now Bernadette, uh, she uh, waits for Helen to go take pictures of that awesome room with the face, with the hole in the yeah. middle, which is great. Uh she, but she's like gets like a dirty towel and like puts a dirty do- towel down on a dirty fucking tub and I'm like I would never fucking sit there ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, it's so fucking gross. Could be a dead like, like an ashen fucking baby doll in the doll fucking bathtub and shit. I'm like goddamn. <laughs> While Helen's in the other room being the worst photographer I've ever seen, <laughs> dude, I was so annoyed watching her take photos. Like there's a piece of graffiti on the wall. That's spelled out like sweet tooth or something like that. And she took 45 photos of that, like zoomed wow. a half a foot away from the wall. It's like, what the fuck? And then she's like, oh, I ran out of, of film. film. I wonder how that happened. 
Yeah, so well, Sweets <laughs> for the Sweets, which is actually part of the book, too. Uh, but um, it's huge, like a huge banner. And he takes, like, <laughs> really close-up photos of it. It's like this thing that's, like, 30 feet long. <laughs> it's like the letters <laughs> are, like, 8 feet high, you know? But uh, it's just things like that you can kind of, like, knock on. But it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to find. It's, they're very few and far in between of things like that to, to beat this movie down on. It's not really right. – it's nothing that actually changes the movie, but it's actually pretty funny to watch things like that How- happen. How about that like, super intense scene where they, they first get to Cabrini Green? All those fucking dudes are out there and shit. Like, oh, call yeah. 5-0! 5-0, call it, please! <laughs> Look like 5-0 to me! 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> That's intense, man. That's an intense scene. It's got a white woman and a black woman there. Well, first of all, matter at all, bitches, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Ironically, so they actually shot at this. This is a real uh, project. Yeah. I think in Chicago's where this was shot. But the producers had to do a deal with the gang members who rule, ruled the area that, you know, they, that they would put them in as extras in the movie Holy to shit. guarantee the, the cast safety. And, you know, and even still on the very last day of shooting, a sniper put a fucking bullet through one of the production vans, but no one was <laughs> through the windshield of, the produ- of one of the production vans. Yeah. Oh, the windshield. Nuts, Damn. Yeah. Damn, wow. dude. So those those guys that are actually in the movie, like as the acting roles of the thugs, were those the hoods or were they just I don't like know. background? They extras? don't really specify who's who. Yeah. Um, at least not in the trivia Makes I can sense. find anywhere. And, and like I scrolled probably in the, the funeral scene or the or the bonfire <laughs> scene. There's got to be in there. <laughs> oh yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> so y'all just stick around. Please don't shoot anyone. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot anybody. <laughs> Promise me. Promise me. <laughs> I just want, we just want to show murder on this movie. We don't need murder in real life. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so after the funeral, uh, I forgot they showed the inside of the uh, casket too, which I thought was a really nice touch, having that shitty wig on and stuff, and it's sort of like uh, the blemishing on her cheeks. I thought that was really good. But um, after oh, yeah. that funeral, uh, Tre- you get to actually see Trevor like fucking like break down and start losing his fucking shit a little bit, which was nice. Mm-hmm. That was actually a pretty sick scene. I think he kind of pulled that off really well. We're sitting oh, on the yeah, shitter I, crying, I yeah. That was pretty good. But then, so, okay, so she takes over the role of Candyman now? Is that what happens? She's part when of, she the, like, she's a story. She's, like, part of the gossip now. So, like, she, that, that whatever she is, that being is now alive. Because people are talking about her now and what she did. The and the whole hood was like, hey, don't forget your hook while you're getting buried down there so you could terrorize I, us with this uh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't think about that much about <laughs> it. <laughs> all I know is you guys fucking, you guys shit slid up, man. So, that's all I know. Damn. Sure did. Brutal. Oh, well, oh, see, you were nothing... gonna... okay. Go ahead, Chris. No, no, go ahead, Chris. Oh, you, so uh, Jeremy, you were gonna touch on this when we were last talking about uh, when she walks in. Uh, Helen walks in. <laughs> They're painting the fucking her apartment pink. Oh shit! Oh, oh, Pepto Bismol fucking color. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Oh god. Well, I don't like the color scheme, dude. I fucking died laughing. <laughs> this whole movie has just been nothing but just chaos and just fear and death and murder and she comes in with this fucking zinger man i I, I, I even that's i didn't make a few notes because i was just so engorged and like watching the movie um that's the one note one of the notes i actually made was like oh my god well i don't like the color scheme like that was so good (laughs) (laughs) so good I love that scene that that the the acting of the college girl when Helen comes in and says I forget what she says to her oh, get out of my house whatever and the act her like fucking bewilderment is so fucking like holy like, 
it's like holy shit and he's all like he's like what's up baby boo baby goo goo da da whatever little boo boo on your oh fuck my fucking yeah my my wife is here (laughs) what are you doing now knows i've been cheating on for god knows how long yeah right right. yeah trevor is kind of a mixture of the the trevor here and that uh that real snobbish dickhead at the dinner he's kind of a mixture of those two in the book Man, that guy is so like whoever that actor is. Unless that's just who he is naturally, he's one of the best actors on the world. Because I fucking hated every <laughs> so second, second yeah. every millifucking second. Every time he said another word, I was like, I can't stand this guy. <laughs> I, hate, I hate this guy, and I'm pretty At sure. All. I'm pretty sure the the filmmakers felt that from the audience, and I'm pretty sure, not like a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure he's in. He's in the first part of number two. Oh, he gets, really? He gets, he gets killed. I'm pretty sure too by the Candyman. Interesting. So, yeah, dude, I, man, I, I haven't seen two. Two is one of those ones like you, Chris. I watched that one because I think that was like on – we had like HBO growing up, and that was always oh, fucking on there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I haven't seen two in a long time either. Three I've never seen, so I'm excited to see how this fucking trilogy goes. Yeah, dude, The ratings been... get bad and bad and bad. <laughs> but I'm all about shit like that. Well, that's the spirit of trilogies, man. <laughs> right? Sometimes, yeah, for sure. Um. And, you know, especially with, like, this Candyman was supposed to be dead, you know. It, uh, it, just, it's, it's, yeah. it, it worked out well, really I, well in this movie. I guess that's – and that's another main thing I forgot is the entire – like, I know we've kind of touched on this. The entire ending with what happens with Virginia Madsen, um, the whole Trevor thing at the very fucking very, very end. Like, dude, I don't remember any of that. No, so that was – it almost kind of felt like watching it for the first time again. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, what right. the fuck? <laughs> I just – you know – it's like I was saying, when you see the kid grab the gasoline and start walking to put that on, I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, no. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't going to And then her fucking, well. the head cap that she wears when her hair <laughs> looks oh, so bad. Oh, right. Yeah. It I'm looks like so that. bad. It looks pretty rough. <laughs> There's also like a really quick scene of like uh, a dude holding her uh, at a, a different angle through the fire. And it's obviously a, like a blue screen. I'm like, oh, shit. That looks fucking bad, man. He they ain't there. Yeah. They ain't there. Fucking 92, mm-hmm. bro. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <some> time, dude. <laughs> it's like real quick, too. Obviously, he's got to be quick because it looked bad. But I was like, damn, shit. All right. At least, at least they knew like well enough that they kind of just cut it down, you know. Right. She got that pepperoni head going. Right? It didn't look too good. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. Pizza the hot. <laughs> Why when am she I comes back to you now, Pizza the Hut? I don't understand. <laughs> genius move by Mel Brooks. I'm not gonna lie. Where it's oh true. my god. Just Pizza genius in every way, Bill Brooks. <laughs> genius in every way. Oh, I when, she com- when she comes back, is she wearing? I couldn't really tell. Is she wearing either something on her head when she yes. comes back, like in to uh, to kill her husband? This pepperoni it- head still. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's got that same head? fucking thing on or whatever. Oh, God, I could yeah. tell if her hair grew up just a little bit. Not what's but, supposed to be. Or- well, no, you can tell that they kind of shoot it high, where you're only really looking at like her forehead <laughs> up. So they try to cut off because they know, like, man, this looks like shit, probably. <laughs> yeah. and it's in like dark lighting, like, like it's almost looks like uh, James Cameron lighting. The blue, yeah, the blue, yeah, it's yeah. all blue and fucking white. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I do like how they focus on her hair catching on fire, though. It's pretty great. That was it's awesome. Pretty brutal. Yeah, it's pretty. And brutal. people like that whole fucking like, I'm just sitting there like, what is going on? Like, so I can <laughs> so I can kill this ghost apparition with a flaming stick of what are you a fucking vampire like I don't, <laughs> I don't know man I never understood like really how that but whatever it's it's a yeah. very fucking insane climax uh, all, I can, the whole, all, I can, all I can think about is that this there's the rumors and stuff made him real and so he's physically real so you can you can burn him so it's I don't manifested know. through ah yeah, yeah that could be 
But he comes. So back yeah, he, he was at his realist so, when that could be. He's at his realist at the his actual physical manifestations at its purest well, at the end know, of the movie. The ambiguity in horror movies is kind of some of the best part. I don't need everything explained. Oh, right. That yeah. I did think was weird. You know what I mean? Like right. that mm-hmm. was kind of like, how the fuck? Whatever. You know, I still mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> yeah, he Lewis pulled a hook minor, out of his neck. Nitpick. but right. Lewis, Lewis in Halloween power. 2 gets, gets he's obviously blown to pieces, but then in 4, he's like got a scar on his face. He mean, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be all right. Walk he'll out. be all right. He'll be all right. I, I remember, um, well, I, we'll get into it with 2, but I, I think, Candyman is different in two. It's like a different thing. I don't. We'll get into it, but yeah, yeah I, I don't remember. It's been different. it's been a long. I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. to rewatch that one because I think that's the one we're gonna all have to rent. I can't find that streaming. Yeah, I'm gonna so rent. just a heads up. Okay. Right. I've, I've been looking Hulu's everywhere. I, three, yeah, three's on Hulu. Yeah, but two I haven't been able to find anywhere. Yeah, so how three's, about three's hard to find too. If we if we if we didn't have it on, on Hulu. Hulu, I'm saying if we didn't have it, I mean it's hard. It movie's hard oh, to rent yeah. in general. It's crazy. Yeah. I, told, I think oh. I was telling you, Jeremy, I, I try to look it up on the fucking on my uh, Roku and yeah. like they only had like one fucking rental option. I was like, damn, that's strange. Weird. And then, of course, yeah. it was streaming on Hulu. So I was like, oh, that works. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, how much I wonder how much uh, uh, early 2000s metal we're going to get in Kenny Man. It's <laughs> <laughs> a horror movie, so I'm assuming a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it, so is it the newest, newest one that just came out? Uh, yeah, is there it, is. That's on HBO, right? That, I think now I think it's going to be released on there. Um, eventually, yeah. Eventually. But it's it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first movie, so oh. it acts like it acts like two and three never happened. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that that was a total remake. So yeah, okay. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that either until as I was looking up fucking trivia for Candyman, I I, I selected that one on IMDb thinking it was the old one, and um, right. and that's when I read that it's it's a direct sequel to the first movie. How about that? Well, we'll have to cover that too then, I guess at some point. So. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, so, if it's on HBO Max, we could walk watch it on there. We then that should yeah. be a problem. Oh, I'm totally. I'm down. not gonna go pay to see it in theaters, probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've already gone. I'm, I'm going to see Dune, which I can't fucking wait. Oh, oh dude! I'm gonna yeah. go see that in theaters and then watch it on 4K on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna buy that 4K too when it comes out. Anyways. Oh, damn, <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah it's, it's, I mean, if it's a Jordan Peele joint, so it's gonna be it's gonna be decent. I think you know. I, I don't it. have, I, and I like the 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 guy. Um, I'm not sure if he's playing Candyman, but the main actor, he was in the 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 new show Watchmen. I don't know if y'all checked that out, which I liked. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. A lot of people gave it a lot of shit, which I can understand why they did. But anyway, he's he's really really good in that show, and he's great. I hope he'll be great in this too. You know, I think hmm. he'd be a good fit for the role. But how the fuck are you gonna replace Tony Todd? You know, like. <laughs> oh, this guy's playing. This guy's playing Candyman. No? I don't know for certain, but he's oh, like okay. he's listed as the main actor. Uh, the okay. main guy, or whatever. I just assumed, you know, but you know, don't hold right. me to that. Yaha Abdul Mateen the second. Is that his name? That's his name. That's a mouthful. Right on. Right on. Yeah, right on. yeah dude. He's, if y'all if y'all didn't check out Watchmen, he was great in that as well. Okay, uh, I do know Tony Todd's in it for like a hot second in the remake. Oh, that's so. cool. At least we get a reference. That's cool. And I, I think like... they even brought in uh, uh, what's her face's voice, Helen's voice. She's got a voiceover voice? part. Yeah, I saw that. That she's got that. Really? There. Yeah. Oh, I saw because I saw she got a credit It'll probably for be some flashback or yeah, her yeah, thesis, probably. something she recorded. You know what I mean? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. Though. I just always questioned. I was like, why don't you see Tony Todd again? He looks, he still looks great. Yeah, he looks incredible still to this day. <laughs> he doesn't have to do much. Just walk around, like put a hook in the and fucking. Just be air. Tony Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's just me. Uh, but um, yeah, man. Uh, 
Candyman's great. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Um, got a great score. Great, really fantastic. Like over and above acting. Like it doesn't it's need one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it Agreed. truly is. Like and like Agreed. even going like that's not hyperbole. Me going back and watching that today, I was like, fuck, I I really forgot how great this movie is. Right. There's so much content to it, dude. There's just well, it so just much. Hits it every the table. fucking thing you want in a horror movie, and then goes mm-hmm. overboard and on top of all of that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> the movie is nuts. Yeah, it just gives you that much extra, dude. Yeah, I agree. And that man, that scene. So I'll say it again. That scene where he cuts the the wrist things off of hell, and he falls out that window. It's such a fucking awesome scene, and you would not expect it. It just happens. Like, whoa, what the fuck? That's amazing. <laughs> so, it just blasts backwards like that. Yeah, I mean, she, then she does a Neo and, like, crawls on the side of the building and kicks a lady in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the one. The one, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, please check this out. Uh, it's on Tubi. Um, it, I'd, like to, I'd like to see this on Blu-ray because Tubi's got, like, some... It's not the greatest-looking one. I bet you on Blu-ray it's a lot better. And I got commercials on mine, which is kind of yeah, stinky. So did I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what happens when we're all cheap broke fucks so well, <laughs> well the thing too is it kind of makes me happy because i don't know why there's that's just been so long since i've dealt with commercials it kind of gave me like that same vibe that you're watching a movie on tv which i haven't done in god knows how long oh yeah so there's some weird nostalgia factor to it to where it was like it's an old ass movie or 92 you know and it's got the commercials in between i was like it does kind of break up the movie but it's also kind of for some weird nostalgic reason reminded me of like as a kid watching movies on tv where they're broken yeah. up by commercials but, yeah tv right. of the week yeah, I, uh, yeah, I did that recently. I actually watched this movie. Uh, I put a review up on it on Facebook, but it's got Helen Hunt and Jeff Fahey and uh, the dude from Wings. I forget his name all of a sudden. Uh, but um, it's some serial killer movie. It was a TV movie of the week, and it's got. It, it, I watched it on YouTube, and it's got all the original commercials in it. And I was like, "Wow, holy man. shit, dude!" Everything from the nineties. It was a that's kind of cool, though. I, I, I remember like recording like old cartoons when I was a kid. Or my brother would. So these are like you know late eighties, early nineties, and going back and rewatching those and seeing all the commercials, I fucking love seeing that shit. <laughs> love Especially the ones where you're as a nineties kid, the target audience of like the raddest fucking commercials of just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. here's a yak back, or here's a fucking. Like, <laughs> there'll be all kinds of randomized shit of video games and movies that actually appeal to you, kind of thing. Right. So and in, the, and in the the local furniture stores, that's a big one, man. <laughs> stores, a big one for me, yeah, yeah. They always have their own little jingle to go in their stupid. Yeah, <laughs> where the beanbags are, or some shit. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah, guys, you guys check out Candyman, and uh, hope you guys will stick with us, stick with us through the spooky month of October, and we'll have a lot of fun uh, revisiting this. Well, revisiting the first two, but then going completely new on the third one. So. <laughs> the third one, yeah, we real. shall see, dude. <laughs> Day of the Dead or something, I think it's called Candyman Three. Day of the Dead. I, don't I know. can't remember. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, all right. Well, you guys take it easy. Uh, stay spooky. Don't be a piece of shit. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Later. <laughs>